Welcome back to the season of life. This is episode seven. Oh my God. We are in the right place. You are in the right place. You are not lost. You are in the right place. You are in Jesus. You are in that life. And we are still exploring that life. We are still learning that life. Observing that life. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, we are celebrating the Lamb of the Living God. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the Messiah. He is life. Wow. He is life. And life with Him is amazing. Life with Him is amazing. Oh my Jesus. We see one aspect that Jesus had was he can he could never be deceived he could never be deceived remember jesus gave no thought to man or rather did not commit himself to man Yes, we come and we are raised by people in this earth. But there comes a time of maturity where now we come to learn just like Jesus who subjected himself as I said in the previous episode, he subjected himself to his parents. But there comes a time when the father says now it is time not when you tell yourself it is time but when the father says now it is time you stop committing yourself to men a son of god is committed to god but we are here to learn jesus one time i was praying and as i was praying i heard the holy spirit saying let me teach you the ways of the son oh my god the ways of the son The son is that one person who delights in pleasing his father. You know, you learn that the son, the presence of the son is equivalent to the presence of the father. Hmm. The presence that you carry is equal to the presence that your father carries. You might not know it. 
That's why a son of a liar is a liar, even if he's not a liar. But because his father is a liar, he becomes a liar. If the father is deceptive, automatically they will label the son deceptive. That is the presence of the father that is following the son. So there we see, here we see it. Jesus, the son of the father, committing himself not to men. Why? Because God is not a respecter of men. So the son was also not a respecter of men. Remember, when Peter and John were arrested and they were told to stop spreading this Jesus, they said, shall we listen to men or God? These were people who understood that even if a man wants to kill me, I will not listen to him. I will listen to God. Jesus imparted in them that wisdom, that spirit, that here on earth, it is all about the Father. You don't do anything that you don't see the Father doing. And this is a mystery to spiritual fathers. <laughs> but I am not here for that. Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing. Remember, in First John, our theme scripture, our theme scripture says, No man has seen God at any time, but the Son of God. Who is capable of bringing out that manifestation? John 8, John 1, 18. No man has seen God at any time, but the only Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, and he hath declared him. So, brothers and sisters, we have identified that the only one who can manifest the Father to us is the one who has seen the Father. Is the one who spent time with the Father. Is the one who is in the bosom of the Father. Jesus was currently walking on the earth, yet at the same time, he was in the bosom of the Father. He was the man to reveal the heart of the Father, to reveal the pureness of the Father. For we have seen that many prophets came, many priests came, but you can count 
with your one hand the ones which were able to satisfy to fulfill to reveal the the genuineness of God's love but they could not express it therefore the need for the one who has been dwelling sitting at the right hand of God feasting the one whom God gave all things to he is the one at liberty to explain everything to us this is the way of the son the son comes to reveal the heart of the father the son comes to do that which he sees the father doing the son comes to speak that which he has heard or is hearing the father saying the son does not come and speak his own things that's why remember in the book in this very same book of John 17 when Jesus was praying he said father I have revealed your name unto them and I have kept them in your name. He did not keep them in his name. He kept them in the Father's name. It is only a few sons that can do that. Sons of today, they want to they want the glory to fall upon themselves and the system is the glory must fall on the father and when the glory falls on the father it will fall on the son jesus and when it falls on the son jesus the same glory will fall on the son through jesus and there is me and you we are here to give glory to the father through jesus that is why even when we pray We have to mention the one who has revealed the father to us the one who have given us the access to speak from the position of his bosom Oh many of us I keep saying it is wonderful the father was pleased the day you 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 confess Jesus Even the Bible says there is joy when one man repenteth. There is joy. But let that joy be unto satisfaction. What am I saying? I'm saying if you just repent. Cuz we like saying repent. But as I'm saying it is just something else but I'm not going to go into that if you repent let me speak based on what is happening if you repent confess Jesus and you find yourself still going about the things that you were doing yes you might eliminate some few things but there are some things that you hold on to and you don't let go of that is not a repentance unto satisfaction it is not complete a man who completely makes a u turn does not u turn holding the things that he was going towards 
he turns and he goes to the things that he was not going to. You can be speaking, praying in tongues. Like I said, Jesus had to be proven before an assignment. Jesus, the ways of a son. If the Father sends the Son, it is the same as the Father going to that place. If the Son is obedient to the Father, if the Son has taken upon himself the likeness of the Father, when he speaks, it is the same or equal as the Father speaking. When he commands, it is the same as the Father commanding. Remember the centurion man who said, I am not worthy for you to come into my house. Speak a word. I too, I am a servant. For I am a man under authority. I say this to my servant and he does it. I say that to my servant and he does it. He goeth. I tell you, that man, when he says something to people under him, it is equivalent to the same person that is above that man saying it. Because if that man gives him an instruction, and he comes and delivers the instruction, these people, they will take it the same way, or they ought to take it the same way. They would take it when the king, the one above the centurion, would have came and released the word. Because the word came from that one who is above the centurion. So Jesus was amazed and said, Wow! I have never seen such faith. You see, you see faith as I am praying and things are happening. <laughs> Jesus saw faith as subjection, honor, respect, reverence. That is the definition of faith unto Jesus. If you keep the commandment, of the one who is above you, Jesus sees that as faith. To be under authority, acknowledge that you are under authority. You are under somebody's power, somebody's influence. It is faith. That was Jesus. Jesus was under the authority of the Father by the Spirit of the Father. And that's why you see Jesus doing only that which... And even when he prayed and said, Father, oh, how this cup would pass me. But he remembered because he nearly forgot, but he remembered and said, oh, my God, oh, I almost missed it. But not my will, but your will, because I am a man under authority. This is the way of the Son. Jesus wouldn't be glorified today if he had come and spoke his own things. Jesus being 
an entity of God on his own, did not see that opportunity as an opportunity to do whatever he wanted. He saw that opportunity as an opportunity to please the one who sent him. And he is the father, the one who has fed him with information, the one who has fed him with wisdom. And he comes and he speaks, unleashes the wisdom that was released from the father. That's why he can now tell the devil that a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God because Jesus was that individual who was constantly eating from the Father, doing what is instructed by the Father. He did not set himself to be a God, but he set himself to be a son of God. He did not set himself to be a standalone God but a God under God. <laughs> oh. My goodness. And we see the Father now coming and saying, hey, I am pleased, my son. At the mountain of transfiguration, the Father says, my son, I am pleased. People must hear you now. Like I said before, it is better for the one who has seen to speak than the one who has not yet seen. It is better for the one who has seen to teach than the one who has not seen. Because the one who had not seen can miss represent, misinterpret. The one who has not seen can miss the scriptures because every man has a different spirit. And if you have not been proven, oh my God, Jesus says, take ye that Ye are not deceived. You can only discern something if you know your father. You know that your father will never say these kind of things. You know that this kind of loving that this person is talking about, I don't understand it. If the father loves me, he cannot pamper me even when I'm doing wrong. The father ought to rebuke me when I'm wrong. But today, this generation, the only one to hear you saying good things. Oh, because it is good news. Don't you know that even to be rebuked is good things because you are being saved from calamity to come. So it is good news. But because at that time, you are in rebellion. You don't want to be rebuked. And you will tell people that Jesus will never say that. God will never say that. It is in the scriptures. As you say, you move by the scriptures. Jesus did it. He was rebuking people. And even in that love, remember the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Jesus, when they brought to him, he did not answer. 
He waited for the father to tell him what to answer. But today people want to jump into answering, acting like they know everything. We know in parts. We prophesy in parts. But when that which is perfect has come, and you know that that which is perfect has not settled in you, but you want to answer. And then he said, Let him who is without sin cast the first stone. <laughs> you might look at that as however you look at it. It was soft, yes. But it was a powerful rebuke. Every man there got offended. But it was the truth. <laughs> they got offended. Because they knew that we have seen. We, we are here telling somebody that they were caught in the act of this and that. But when he says, if you are without sin, cast the first stone. What a way to rebuke. What a way for people to introspect themselves. It caused them to check themselves. And they also that, hey, no. Uh -uh, I am not righteous. Even the same Pharisees, which act, which act as if they were righteous, they could not do it. They were not righteous. And they did not know that in so doing, in that, someone could have forced and lied. But all of them, my God, you don't see that. All of them, they left throwing stones down. That was a rebuke. My brother, my sister, that was a rebuke that they took. Though they took it in offense, but the action was the right action. Someone could have said, who are you to say such things? This woman did what, 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 what. But they left. And he said to the woman, where are thy accusers? Do they not condemn you? And he said, no one. She said, no one, they are all gone. And Jesus said, I also condemn you not. Don't, for, don't mistake rebuke for condemnation. Rebuke is to reprove, is to correct. Is to bring you back into the ways of the Lord. The son handled things in gentleness. But there were moments because he has seen the father being angry also. Where he would rebuke or rather tell them the truth. Not in a polite manner. But in a way of showing that now I am angry. Because you guys, you are closing the way for the people who are trying to enter into heaven. But you yourself, you are not entering. What kind of people are these? And this kind 
They don't deserve gentleness. They deserve harsh words. Spoken in anger. But when he turned, you will see him coming down. He could distinguish men today. If someone gets you angry, you will take out your anger. Even on those people that did not make you angry. But Jesus knew the right things to say. The right emotions to use. Because he learned from the Father. He was pruned by the Father. Established by the Father. Watered by the Father. It is the way of the Son. And that is our example. That is how we ought to be. Do not be going around calling yourself a child of God while you don't even listen. You can't even hear Him. You can't even respect the voice of the Holy Spirit. It is an error, that one. My brother, my sister. Let us come to one place. Let's learn Jesus. Jesus became who he is today because he was under the subjection of the Spirit of the Father, the Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost wants to come upon you and remain. But how you conduct yourself is restricting him, denying him of access. You might be saying that you have him, but one day you will wake up and you will realize that it was all a lie. So today, here are bones for you to chew on. Life is in your hands. You either obey or disobey. You either speak of the Father or speak of yourself. You either choose life or death. But I will say, obey, glorify the Father in your speaking, in your speech, in your dance, in the way you walk, in your everyday life. I will say, choose life. Jesus is our example. And he showed us the way of the Son. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May He watch over you. Remember, Jesus says it in John 15. He has proven to me that it is possible for one to be in Him but be unproductive. Don't be that person who says, you are in him. You see, then he goes on further to say, if my word remain in you, then I will dwell in you. I will remain in you. I will dwell in you. Meaning that you can be dwelling in him and he's not dwelling in you. It's not a two-way relationship, but a one-way relationship. John 15, you can go read it you will see it is possible for you to be in Jesus and He not in you. 
And when he is not in you means that you are not connected to that tree. Then the father will come and separate you. Obedience is the key to fruitfulness. Obedience is the key to being certified as the son. Father, here are your people, your children, your sons and daughters. I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus, that Lord, today if they have heard the ways of the Son, they will begin to live in that way. They will begin to study Jesus. They will study Jesus. They will do as He did because he did as you did. In doing what Jesus did, it is doing what you did. Wonderful Counselor, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, the one who gives me utterance. Oh, I pray, Spirit of the living God, as you were moving with Jesus, moving Jesus, giving Jesus utterance, I pray, Holy Spirit, help us to prepare ourselves for your resting to come, for your remaining to come upon us. Prepare us. Prepare us in the name of Jesus because we don't want to miss this life we don't want to be like those who are first tested by the ground and then unto resurrection no we want to remain because we have the one him we are in him the one who has resurrected we are in him so we pray that we don't miss it that he also be in us and when he is in us, Spirit of the living God, you are also in us. As the Father in us, who is our dwelling place and was, has been, and still is, as long as we subject unto obedience. In Jesus' name, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be blessed.